Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Short disclaimer. This podcast is in no way affiliated with the upcoming Outlander series or Diana Gabaldon. All views expressed are solely our own. Welcome to the Outlander Podcast, where the men are kilted, the women are winsome, and the whiskey is neat. Welcome to episode 46 of the Outlander Podcast. I'm Ginger. And I'm Summer, and we are in love with all things Outlander. All right, so this was a busy week for announcements. There was a lot of stuff. I don't know, I feel like, I feel like it kind of started off slow, and then like the weekend hit, and like... The S hit the fan. Like, it went... Maybe Thursday, too, but Friday was just nonstop. Yeah, it was just one thing after another after another. So it was it was, it was a little heavy. But we started off the week. We have a couple of photos from the Outlander Stars Instagram account. One, we have a, a costume gentleman holding a pig, which I think is, is a cute picture. And the quote in there saying, I've given explicit directions this year that we will not accept live pigs. And yet here's a gentleman with a live pig. So... I think that's funny. Yeah, I thought that was, was kind of cute. We also got a new picture of Dougal in a puffy coat with his kilt. I thought you just said a puppy coat. <laughs> <laughs> no. You know what's funny, though? Did you look at the sleeves of these puffy coats? Yeah. They say costume. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they're they're putting those tags on there for the people who've been like, is that really part of their costume? Technically, except for the jackets. The jackets are to keep them warm. Everything they have on is their costume. I'm guessing it's to identify to which department those jackets belong to. Belong. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure that's not exactly that they are it. costume, but that they belong to costume. Agreed. Nope, they all look fantastic. But who can whom can we identify? Okay, there is Dougal. Yeah. In the back left, looking at it, their right, our left, is Ronnie B. Goodwin. And I think. And then is that I think Murta is Murta right behind Dougal. I think Murta might be right behind him, and then to his to Dougal's left, our right, isn't that Angus? My brain is not so working. It's definitely not Rupert. It's definitely oh no, definitely for sure it's not Rupert. not Rupert. So I'm thinking Angus because if you look at him with that full beard and that little cheeky thing he has going on, I think he's the guy who we'll, we'll speak about it in a few minutes. I think he's the one that up whose kilt Claire got a glimpse of something because he looks like he has the same face that the, of the guy that made that remark. We'll have to look into it again later. The costume and then the tape measure above Angus's head. <laughs> and is that is that Claire in the background with the furry I do not know. the furry collar right in front of the white horse? It could be her. I don't know. With that straight back and there's no plate hanging down. With the straight back, it looks like someone in stays, and a fur collar would make me think probably her. We also got four new shots, and so I'm assuming stars release them, but there's a... You know what? Here's your, here's your answer. If you're looking at the same one I am on the bottom, look what Claire's wearing on her horse. That outfit, exactly. <laughs> like I said, Hello. it's Claire. So I guess we know it is a woman with a white fur or, or fur-ish collar, and so it must be Claire. A really good shot of Jamie and Claire. 
I don't know. It's just like the background being as blue as it is and the lighting of it. Well, not, and, they're just, and the blurred. I like the blurred. And they're just looking at each other. It's a nice shot. We also got a shot of them all heading out on horseback. We also got a shot. Well, it's technically a new shot that they've released. We've seen this before yeah. from um, these the trailer. from the trailers of her soaked in blood. But she's drinking, carrying champagne. She's drinking. What, I know. <laughs> She's like, let's celebrate. Maybe. I remember when, I think it was at, in L.A. when she was talking about some of the filming. Like, somewhere we heard her or someone else say that the first day on set was this scene. Her first day as Claire was this. Covered in blood, working in the, in the World War II scenes. And so I'm wondering, since she's obviously in World War II now, and she's carrying some kind of festive alcoholic beverage, I'm guessing... Maybe it was the day that the war, the war ended. Or maybe she was just drinking it ironically. But, it, I mean, it makes sense that this would have been in the first in the first step that they were doing because, they, you know, when you film something, not sequentially per se, but you're filming the first block of episodes, the first three, and they do yeah. all the 40 stuff at the same time and then all of the other stuff at the, at the same time. So they want to, you know, use all their locations, you know, right away and not have to go back and keep doing it over and over again. That's costly. We officially began our 30-day countdown. It will be available online earlier, though, because SARS is releasing the first episode a week early online, and I think probably on some other formats. But that is something we also found out this week. But officially, we've begun our 30-day countdown towards the, the Stars premiere. We got our final Speak Outlander lesson. I'm sad that it's the final. I didn't know that there was only going to be a finite number of them. I was hoping this would be something they would continue to do throughout. But we did get our final Speak Outlander lesson, which was, which featured Agov and Sam saying, I love you in Gaelic. I mean, I'm glad they had this one. They had to expect it at some time. But I was a little bummed, too, that they said it was the last one. I was like, what do you mean? And then I realized, you know, Speak Outlander, I mean... Technically, even if we have a season, season two and they continue to do these, which I hope they would, although season two, they may want to sprinkle in some French in there <laughs> because you know where we're going with that. Are they, oh, that's so it, frustrating. Are they going to do the whole, they've strived for authenticity with this entire season and that's with all the Gallic and everything like that. Are they, do you think they're going to do the entire episode in French? No, I think they only want to show us or put us into Claire's world. And since Claire speaks French, there's no need for that in the French environment. Would be interesting, though, if they did. It'll be very, it'll be very interesting. But, yeah, so most of it, I don't even know what, two-thirds of it, of the next book happened in France. But, I mean, that is a tiny, a tiny bit spoilery, but if you've followed along with our read-along, you'll know we're already in France. So it's not too spoilery, but we're not talking about storyline at all, just the setting. And... Two-thirds of it does happen in France, so and the rest of it back in Scotland. I think we can say that. They may very well go back to more Gaelic as far as people speaking around her if we get season two toward the end. But I think for French, they, it's definitely not needed. Like it would, It's very effective for them to do the Gaelic because Claire truly is immersed and has no idea what's what. But I think outside of that environment, it's not as important. If you would have asked me, did I think this would end at some point before the season started, I would say, well, yeah, because they're going to have plenty of stuff with the show, the actual show, 
the fan commentary, the the new fan commentary, new fans that come to it purely through the television series, and also, of course, the media, the entertainment media, and then the wider media as it spreads. There's going to be so much going on, and we can already feel this ramping up. We think it's big and hairy now. No, it's going to go far past explosions. I definitely would not have expected these kinds of things to continue through the series if I had thought about it. But now that I'm actually thinking about it, it's kind of sad. It is sad. And I also feel like they're teaching us how to speak Outlander, but I still am going into this feeling woefully unprepared to speak Gaelic. Well, that's probably a good thing (laughs) because, again, it is kind of cute. It's very cute. They're trying to teach us these little things. But the whole intent is for us to feel pretty darn clueless about what's going on. And I really, really... Even as someone who's who really loves language and, and, of course, wants to speak anything I possibly can, I really like their choice of not using subtitles. It's very interesting, and it might upset a lot of people, but I love it because it's more authentic. It gives us, again, even less of a clue. Claire didn't get subtitles when she went through the stones, so why should we? No, but here's the next question, though. As she learns, because she does pick up some Gaelic. As the, as the story continues. Yes. So as she learns, are they going to start using subtitles? What do you I assume if she learns it, depending on what, to what level, I assume they might start using English. Oh. <laughs> because the whole, the whole point is that she doesn't understand. and she understands it, that's akin to your question about the French in France. The effect is that she is in an immersion environment, much like if you and I went to China. I have not a clue. I can say, like, thank you and hello. That's it. It's complete and probably I probably even couldn't understand it coming from someone else it's only what I can produce so you plot me down in the middle of a country that I don't speak or understand a word of that's exactly how lost pretty much how lost Claire felt except that she would come across the odd English speaker and the people there did speak English that's the difference but put her in France where she's fluent her French is fine and we we hear about this a lot but and of course she I think she's in France during the war but again the effect of the surround sound Gaelic is to immerse the viewer in Claire's environment, and that is not needed in the French environment. However, I will go a step further, and maybe this is what kind of what you were asking. As far as Claire is concerned, I don't think they would do everything in French because she can understand it, so that effect is not needed. However, as far as the viewer is concerned, because she can speak French, there will be the interactions with... French characters, especially maybe some of the better-known people from history or whatnot, it wouldn't surprise me if they have the odd French line. And if they throw the odd French line in, for the viewer's sake, it might not be a bad idea to include a subtitle here or there. It'll be interesting. It'll be very interesting. That's a very interesting question there. And something that we'll have to watch for if we get a season two. We got a new trailer from Stars. I don't know if it's really a trailer. It was more of an extras video talking about book from book to screen kind of another like behind the scenes kind of little featurette more little snippets from the show more diana on screen more and more it was good i liked that one is that the one that ended with claire on the ground looking up somebody's kilt yes i loved it that's what i'm saying so apparently that was angus vor played by stephen walters who was the cheeky God, I'm almost at the cheeky Scotland. Well, you know. Yes, he played the whole country. I have a feeling that he was pretty cheeky, too, because we all know what Scots when we're under their kilts. 
Uh, yeah, that too. The big news of the week, Stars, is going to split season one into two eight-episode... Chunks? I don't know. Chunks, runs? I'm not sure. Anyway, it's gonna, they're going to give Art. us the first, the first eight episodes uninterrupted starting August 9th and going through, I believe, the end of September. And then in early 2015, they will bring the last eight episodes. There's the split, which I'll get to in a second. But regarding the first eight uninterrupted, I'm, that makes me happy because that means we, we're not going to miss it on the holiday weekend. Right. That means we get eight. I almost wish they would put a one-week thing in there because then, <laughs> because then it, would, it would last a little bit longer. But it would go into um, October. And maybe they, it's going into my DVR pretty much forever, so it'll last oh, no, as long it'll as I want be, it to. Yeah, yeah, and mine. But, okay, regarding the split. Okay, I'll, I will actually start with the last thing you said. It's going to your DVR, to my DVR, to DVRs across this great nation. <laughs> okay, so regardless of your view of the split, which we'll talk about in a second, because this is some of the oh, biggest it's, news. It's polarizing. Oh, pretty much. So we'll get to that in just a moment. But if you if you have stars, which we hope, of course, everyone has, if not by now, then by August 1st, let's, let's say, or August 2nd. Actually, no, you can wait till about, what, August 7th or so? I would never I mean, wait to get it the day You of. could probably get it on August 9th. They're pretty good about turning things on. Yeah, right but I, I, well, okay. I mean, I wouldn't. I've had... I will name drop, not people, but companies. Okay, when I have had Comcast before, literally, if I call to add something, it's there within seconds or minutes. When I have had DirecTV, it was there within a little bit. Let's put it that way. I spoke with the person on the phone and I said, oh, okay, so it's going to show up like in, you know, a minute or three. They're like, well, these things can take up to 24 hours. So it really depends on who your provider is. I guess it can take a little bit longer. Summer mentioned... And I mentioned we're going to have it on our DVRs. That is something that I know I will be doing even before the, the split, even before the hiatus. I will be watching and rewatching and rewatching all eight episodes more than enough. And they said early 2015 could be early February. That could be late January. We don't know. But the good news is, at least for me, I don't, I don't know if Summer follows them like I do, but... I also enjoy Helix and Black Sails. So those shows start around January something. So there will be something. And there are other things, I know. Um, HBO's Girls. There are other shows that come on around the January-ish time. So there are things, if you have you know more than one premium channel, or even if you just have stars, there are things that will be coming on. But okay, now to the split. Now the split is polarizing, like I said, because there's people... <laughs> that are, like, super angry about it. There's people who are like, meh, who cares about it? And I think the bottom line is, yes, it's unfortunate that we won't be able to watch it back-to-back, -back, 16 episodes, uninterrupted, and get the whole story in one shot. However, we're still getting all 16 episodes, so they're not canceling half of the season, and they're not breaking it into two seasons. And, in fact, what this is going to do is give us less of a break between the end of season one and season two. So I think that... As long as we focus on the fact that we're still getting all 16 episodes, they're just going to spread them out a little bit, that it's not that big of a deal. And this isn't new. Walking Dead does this. Most shows actually do this. Even with broadcast television, they've, always, they've done this. With that break in the Christmas season where they have their hiatus, this isn't new. This isn't new. It may be new for 
for a stars channel to do it or for a premium channel to do it, but it's, I don't think it should be that big of a shock to the system. Okay, let's say they were going to show all 16. If it gets us through September 27th and you have eight more weeks, like I, that would be basically October, November. So somehow, somewhere, there would be at least one or two weeks that wouldn't be shown outside of the Labor Day holiday, which they are going to show an episode on, it seems, or Labor Day weekend. Thanksgiving, which is, of course, a big holiday, and they may or may not do it there. So we don't know what they would have done if they had gone 16 straight, but let's put it this way. If they had done 16 straight, even with a few weeks in there for holidays and everything, it would have gone into about the end of November, potentially early, mid-December. If we get a season two and it starts around the same time, that's eight and a half-ish months of waiting. If there, we have a season two, there would be fun production stuff to follow as well. And yes, that would give us more than enough time for our read-along. <laughs> but one of the positive things about having a season split is that it takes us, in the end, let's say it's February. I don't know. I'm just putting this out there. I don't know. When they bring it back, January, February, whatever it is, it's eight weeks from there. And that's still a you know, good number of months to wait for a season two if it comes. But it's a lot less than eight months. So, number one, it helps us get through the waiting if we have a season two. Number two, well, I really can't say much more without speculating on a season two, and I don't want to keep doing that because it's all in the subjunctive, and that's just tiring. But anyway, it's not a bad thing. It's a frustrating thing. I get it. I'm right there with y'all. But I am looking at it as an opportunity to get extremely familiar with the first eight episodes, <laughs> the first eight. And here's something else that I didn't consider until our chat just now, because Summer and I have not discussed this yet. We have talked many times and I've read and there are 101 plus ways to handle this situation. Summer and I have discussed our reasons why we want to watch it individually before we come together to chat. And you can go back to other episodes and listen to that or not. I have heard many people say to say something similar. Some people are watching it with their husbands, which I think is awesome. Some people are watching it with friends. There are premiere parties. I mean, you name it, it's probably going to be done. They're having, you know, huge menus, Scottish-themed menus. It is so interesting, and I would love to be at one of those parties. But not so much that I want to have my first viewing with, you know, around other people. <laughs> so anyway, all this to say, one thing I would totally, totally be down for, and someone mentioned it when we were in line waiting at uh, Diana's event in Sacramento. Someone mentioned that at the end of the season, when, when they had the DVDs, that it would be fun to rent out a theater, invite the community, people who are interested, and watch it, like do like an all-day marathon. That I would totally do. 16 is a lot. I don't know if I could do 16 hours, but if it would be like, you know, come and go as you want, that would be blinking awesome. That's what I thought of when you mentioned becoming familiar with eight episodes. That is something I would do. Not go to a premiere, like, you know, not go to a party with other people for the first showing, but the, uh, why not the first date? I mean, I would definitely marathon the first date before the, the ninth one came out. Well, uh, oh, well, uh, we, we kind of have to do that. And see, that would be fun. That would actually be fun because I don't think, I think it's okay for me to say this. It's not really a secret. We will not be live tweeting anything. Yeah. <laughs> anything outlander that's something i would actually be willing to do and you know stars is going to have their own marathon at least once or eight times <laughs> during the hiatus they'll be showing them probably all the time so one thing i'm i'm very happy to do is 
tweet, quote unquote, live tweet an agreed upon marathon. I think that would be fun. Maybe not, you know, not four hours, but an episode or two. Well, we'll have to see what happens. It'll be exciting, I think. I understand it's maybe unexpected if you hadn't heard rumblings of this. I understand it's definitely disappointing because I think like everyone, we we want our huge series. We want our series. We know it's 16 episodes. We know we're blessed to have 16 episodes because it's pretty unheard of. And we want the whole thing, too. But I definitely can see reasons for this. And I can't say much more without speculating about it, about a season two. <laughs> Speaking of a season two... <laughs> You're going to go on with it. <laughs> oh, yes, I see where you're going. Um, <laughs> with Jolie Lash tweeted from the TCAs. The TCAs were this, was it Friday that they happened? I think so. Television Critics Association, I believe, that Head of Stars, which is Chris Albrecht, oh. mentioned Roger several times in his presentation, which, as we all know, Roger doesn't come into the story really until season two. Yes, just for all those people who are nitpickers and sticklers for correct information, you're exactly right. Roger is in season As one. As a child. He is young right. Roger. But the Roger that we all come to know and But love not the hottie, but not hottie Roger. And also he mentioned that he could see telling their story for centuries. Now, I took that with meaning that the story itself spans centuries. Yeah, so because I don't, I don't think, think Diana will be around for 200 <laughs> years to write more books. Although, my goodness, I mean, please, if she's on something, sign me up because I want to be around for that. We also got a little bit more information about what's going on at, at uh, Comic Con with Outlander, and the things that I've seen is there's going to be a panel on Friday, and the panel will feature Ron Moore, Diana Gabaldon, uh, Katrina, Sam. Tobias, Graham, and Lotta. And then there will be an autograph session to follow that. Then there will also be the screening that night at the theater in San Diego. And then I believe I did also see that Sam was going to be on a different panel on Saturday. Yeah, Sam's on a panel on Saturday, and I believe Diana oh, is, yeah. is as well. Her, and it's going to be her own panel, like just her. Yes, and I don't know if she's on Thursday or Saturday, but she also has her own one that's not Friday. Yeah. So there's lots of stuff going on if you if you are lucky enough. So they're spreading it out. It's not just Friday. They're kind of yeah. spreading it out, which is which is nice. We as fans are in the know about stuff related to Outlander, and we're happy to see it shared and bring people to the story and you know sign up for stars so you can join the story and become a viewer. But this is such an important thing for the network, for all networks to do, is you want well, to... they're building buzz for the people who aren't already you're fans. building, Yeah, you're building buzz, but you're basically going to this place that is full of people who already like a certain genre. And that is why this is so important. Agreed. And that is our announcements for the week. And now on to our read-along... Uh, this is the final chapter of Outlander. Stop it! <laughs> I honestly I don't know how I feel about this. Well, first, let's not thing. forget we have a guest. So let's introduce, well, reintroduce her. <laughs> <laughs> it's old hat now. Lene, it's Lene Neruzu of the Merrowink. <laughs> I'm sorry! Is that, never gonna live that, that necessary? Kind of. Is that like her, her like medieval name? That's like, her new Twitter name. Like, that's her new Twitter <laughs> name. She's no longer Neighbor Zoo. She's now at Merwink. 
<laughs> oh, can you imagine the people oh. that you would get? I wonder. To, like, friend oh, I, don't I wonder if that Twitter name exists. I want to go look it up. We're gonna now. look for it later. But if it's gone later. by the time this is done, it's because well, it will be because somebody listened. Because <laughs> <laughs> it won't be us. Anyway. Okay, so Lene's here. So Lene is, is joining us for the final chapter of our Outlander read-along. Chapter 41, From the Womb of the Earth. Jamie continues to heal over the next few weeks, and Claire finds him one day sitting near the window, having removed all of the cloth strips from his wounded hand, holding it in his good hand, looking at it in the sunlight. She sees his palm, healing nicely, and the back of his hand, still very scabby and raw. His fingers were healing to varying degrees, and she saw only that she wasn't able to perfectly set some of the points of his fingers. She apologizes to him, saying that she did the best she could. He tells her he was crying for joy, that he was still a whole man, and he had been afraid that he would lose his hand or arm, and she admits she actually hadn't even thought of that. That's why he'd said to just let him die. He was afraid that he would not be able to or not want to live without all or part of a limb. And then he tells her, it's exactly what happened to Ian. It's how he lost his leg. Well, the thing that I think that you missed in, in your retelling of this is the fact that when he holds his hand up, she can see that he's he's crying. Yeah, he's crying. Like he's, and she thinks uh, this whole, he's This whole scene is, uh, I, I think it's, I, it gets to me every time because her immediate thought is that, oh crap, oh crap, like it's not like every, you it's know, not it's enough. not enough. Yeah. It's not going to be like it was before. He's not right. going to be able to, it's not going to be as good of a hand as it was before. And here he is like can't even believe how happy he is because mm-hmm. he still has his hand and yeah. it still and is he functioning. Can use it, yeah. And I mean, it'll take time to get all the dexterity back and everything, but I mean, it's there and he has it and, and yeah, it's uh, the whole scene. Think about how amazing that must have been for him. Knowing how medical science is in that age mm-hmm. to, to go from how your hand was literally mush and there was like nothing left and you thought the only way that they can fix this is to cut it off to like, I have a hand. My mm-hmm. hand works yeah. and I've got just a couple of scars. That's I know awesome. to him it probably seemed like a total miracle that it would like even work. I'm not saying Claire's lying, but I can both believe exactly what she says and also find it difficult to believe that here she is. So knowing she's from the time that she's from, right? In her training and in her treatment of modern men of in the 20th century, of course, the first thought wasn't to whack something off, right? They used they used the antibiotics. Mm-hmm. Of course, here where she doesn't have them, or doesn't, yeah, they not they're not in existence yet. It should have been her first thought, or if not her first thought, her fear. Mm-hmm. But she says it didn't even enter her mind, and I, it makes sense as a modern person, but it also mm-hmm. it's it's hard to think because she well, spent so in much her day time. and age in not in her time, but in, in the in the time they're in, mm-hmm. right? In Jamie's time. It wasn't the wound that's going to kill you. It's the, the infection, infection that's going to kill exactly. you. Exactly. So and that's the way you so deal it's like, with it. So, and if her, she's of a modern mind, and so she didn't really immediately think about oh. that, I think, when when he was initially wounded. You know, her mm-hmm. her thinking is just to fix the hand. Fix yeah. the hand. Yeah. And, I mean, the whole scene with them putting his hand in boiling water, didn't didn't they do that? They, at one point during his infection, so. right? They, yeah. They put his hand... I mean... She tried everything they could yeah. to keep the infection out and to help it heal. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, everything available to her. 
Which know? isn't much, really, when you think about it. No. I mean, it, it, obviously, it was just sheer willpower on his part that he decided that he wanted to live in the end. Yeah. Because yep. by all reason, I mean, he should have died. Yeah, well, or at least lost the hand. I mean, well, well he, he, he wouldn't have lost the he hand. Was so, she would, she he would was have had to so, talk about. though, he was, he had the infection. But he I mean, had, he had he was And the will, his will was he had, gone. His Remember, will he was had gone. given it up. And you find that a lot with that. I think we talked about this. Until she helped him. People who are dying. Yeah. When they get sick, it's like they're just, they give up. And then yeah. there's almost no coming back from that. Yeah. So if she hadn't gone in there and basically given him. A way to a, exercise his demons. Right. And he would have died. He was wasting away. He was willing it, you know. Yeah. No, and at he, least he wasn't fighting And it. he wanted her to leave, you know. Yeah. He tried to send oh, her yeah. away. Yes, she gave him a way to... She gave him a way to fight his demons, but she also gave him a way to to fight back because he had said, you know, leave me. I, I don't want to... I can't be with you. I can't be around you because I have this association of, mm-hmm. of this stuff mm-hmm. with Randall since... That whole, that whole last me. chapter, the chapter before... That was, yeah, that was that, hard. It was... That's the hard chapter to get through because having her here... Having... If I had been in her shoes, having to sit there and listen to yeah. my husband tell me, like, I love you, but I can't stand it when you touch me because of this. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine, like, no. how right, awful that would be? And she did exactly what she, what I would imagine she would have done in those circumstances is because she's like, heck no. Just, I just spent yeah. how many hours fixing yeah. you and, yeah. like, sewing you up and putting you back together yeah. to bring you to give and up fighting now? For you. Yeah, yeah, fighting kidding. for you. She's like, we stole cows. <laughs> we <Yeah>. stole kine. <laughs> and also something that it, they don't spend a ton of time on it, but it's interesting that we finally find out how Ian lost his leg. We knew it was oh, in the yeah. war or knew it was in France, right? Knew it was from a wound mm-hmm. or from being shot, but it makes perfect sense. It was from infection and it had to be uh, amputated. Yeah. Infection. Well, I mean, they did have, you know, weapons, but... Most of them weren't going to lop the entire thing off in That's one true. go. It would just yeah. be a festering wound. Right. Jamie, having seen that, that happen oh, he to, didn't want to, to yeah. his closest friend, I mean, that's that's going to be in the forefront of his mind when this happened to his hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the only way to fix it, obviously. Mm-hmm. So. And the theme of Ian and being a whole man comes yeah. up later. Yeah. So. so Jamie shows Claire a letter he has from Abbot Alexander, his uncle, to the Chevalier Saint George, His Majesty the King James George, of Scotland. Saint George. Saint George. His Majesty. James of Scotland. Okay. No? No. Okay. Because <laughs> it's in English. <laughs> His Majesty King James of Scotland, commending him, James Fraser, quote, as a most proficient linguist and translator. So this is. Kind of like a letter of, maybe not introduction. Recommendation. Yeah, recommendation. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the abbot to King James, who is in Italy, they believe, right? Yeah, they believe, yeah. So this is one possibility for them. Jamie's working for, or working with, King James. and But it does hold some danger, given the future that Claire has told him about. Because Jamie asks her, the stuff you told me at the Stones, that's true, right? And she says yes, and... He's like, okay, because he, he just wants to make sure that they're still, yeah, <laughs> they're still on the same page, and mm-hmm. you know, this is just it's going to happen. A lay brother comes in and leaves a large leather saddlebag on the table, and it's from McRanach, one of my favorite characters, oh, yeah. for Claire, and it had a note, a package for Jamie, and a cured skin of a wolf. 
The pearl bracelet was for Jamie and the wolf pelt for Claire, even though there, there was no name on it, but she knew it was for her. And she, it would seem. And she freaked out. It, yeah, when it she would saw seem. It. <laughs> but Claire says that the bracelet goes to the necklace that Jamie gave her when they were married and that he'd given them to his mother, that Miguel had given them to his mother, both, both, uh, both of them. And he puts it on Claire's wrist, and she says it's not for her. Jamie says it's not right for a man to give jewelry to a respectable married woman, and that's why it was labeled for Jamie. Mm-hmm. But it was clearly a gift for her. I thought it was funny when and they first like, started opening the yeah. packages, and she's got this wolf pelt. She's she's like, I, think these are, I think these are mixed yeah. up. Okay, this was meant for, I think you gave these to the wrong people. Well, it still had the head on it, didn't uh, it? And they put glass eyes in it, yeah, yes. And she, she said she it was like, just oh my God, as freaky. It just looks just as awful. And he said, but they both start at the wolf's creepy staring eyes. And then she tells him everything left that there is to tell him that she hadn't had a chance to tell him about. The wolves, Hector, the snow... McGranick, the cottage with the bear, or McGranick, yeah. uh, the appearance of Murta, the cattle, waiting to see when he was rescued, waiting to see if he was dead or alive, all of this stuff. And so she's reliving it. She has had to hold all this all that in, in because he, homeboy's been really sick. Yeah. <laughs> and is, she loses it. And this is her chance. She finally can. So she loses it. She sobs into him and he holds her. And she's finally able to let go of everything that she's carrying, everything that she's had to carry these past weeks. And then we come to what is some people's favorite part of the entire book. And that is the hot springs. Oh, I'm jealous. I want I'm hot so springs jealous. Like this. I know. Downstairs in my basement. Yeah. Yeah, it would be nice. So then Jamie says, I have a gift for you. And he leads her down, down, down some stairs, like below the abbey, underground to a clear black late, and it was a hot spring. It was a heated bath. He says that Brother Ambrose had brought him down before to soak and to soften his, his scars and to help healing. And the spring had been there, of course, much longer than the monastery. This is Claire's feelings. Diana writes, I felt as though we were cradled in the womb-like center of the earth and that if I pressed my ear to the rock, I would hear the infinitely slow beat of a great heart nearby and they talk and Claire says she's decided it's Rome no matter where they are he says though they'll be together and they'll do what they can <laughs> I wrote they begin to enjoy each other <laughs> I don't know what to say because they do but they they begin to enjoy each other and he tells her that when he was in prison at night he thought of this the quote small tender sounds that she made when they were together and they made love and he could sense her in the dark there with him. And they continue to enjoy each other. <laughs> <laughs> they do. Enjoy yourself, It's a good few paragraphs. You could, yeah. and, and they do have chat during this. Okay. So afterwards, as they return to the abbey proper, Claire notices the moon in a window and remarks that her own tides no longer moved with the same tides as the ocean yes, and the moon, yes. etc. Mm-hmm. And she tells Jamie, I have a gift for you, too. And he seems to have known because he puts his hand on her stomach and says, have you now? And the chapter, and thus the entire book, ends with this line. And the world was all around us, new with possibility. And I think that's a beautiful, I get the chills. Beautiful line. I, I know, the, um, I know. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> so, what would you like to say about this chapter? Or your entire experience having 
read, having done the longest book club <laughs> read along ever in existence, <laughs> and uh, talked about it in such depth over so long. I've read this book so many times before, mm-hmm. and it's funny because I never get tired of reading it. Mm-hmm. I can go back and read it again and again. For me, it's like visiting with old friends. It's mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I don't know how else to describe it, but I still get upset at when, you know, bad things happen to them, and I still, you know, laugh at all of Jamie's funny... He has such a humor in everything, you know, even when things get horrible. I mean, I'll never forget, like, here she is trying to set the bones in his hand. She keeps saying she's sorry, and he's like, stop saying you're sorry, we'll never get through the night. And he, like, sticks the leather piece in his mouth and crosses his eyes at her and makes a face at her. And like, and makes her, and makes like, her laugh and, and puts her at ease. Yes. And I'm like, just, just. Who would have, if you were in that much pain, would you have the presence of mind to make the person working on you feel better? I may yell at them and say, get the freak to work. You <laughs> yeah. know, make this speed up. But yeah. I, I wouldn't have the patience or the presence of mind to try and make it more lighthearted. No. I mean, who, that's a, that's, that's a that's, patient I man. think that's why, I don't know, that's why you like the characters so yeah. much. So. Absolutely. Well, the thing that I find about with this read-through is, I, like Lynette, have read this book many, many times, and it's usually I, I read this book because I'm starting to do a full read-along, and I work my way through all the books, and I do it probably once. I used to do it once a year when there was, like, you know, four books. And maybe no kid. That was b- BC, before right. children. children. <laughs> but it's like, now that there's, like, eight books, it's like I started again, and then it takes me a, a much longer, longer yeah. to get through yeah. all of them. But it's usually, I start my read-along off with Outlander, obviously. But difference between reading it for my own purposes and reading it for this is that I pay a lot more attention to everything when I read it, when I'm reading it for this, because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm reading it for everything. I'm looking for nuances and looking for content. Whereas when it's just me pleasure reading, I may skip over things I don't want to read. Yeah. Like, I don't really like reading reading about what goes on in Wentworth. I don't really like reading all of the awful things that happen to them. So sometimes I might, while still reading them, I might just kind of skim Mm-hmm. those sections but having to go I'll back to I'll just skip over the trees <laughs> <laughs> because I don't need that much detail on my own personal read along right yeah. but just when I'm doing the, but when we do the read along for, for the, the podcast I have to go back and I have to read it like I have to read every word mm-hmm. because I never know what Ginger's going to say and I want to make sure that <laughs> I'm prepared I don't know if that's good or bad <laughs> I need to make sure that I'm kind prepared yeah no the compliment and a punch in the stomach you're it's welcome okay. yeah that's what I'm here thank for. you <laughs> Ginger? Yeah. Um, this experience, it hasn't been torture at all. It has not. But it is a pleasure to do, but it is work. When you've been here before, Lene, you brought pages of notes on different mm-hmm. chapters, so I know you've prepared too. And to do this, now I can say I have, I think I have pretty much everything. When we started out, I would take notes on paper. And pretty soon, because I can type a lot faster than I can write. Yeah. And so after, I don't know, I have to go back and check, but after, I don't know, 10 or however many chapters, I just started saying, you know, forget it. I'm just going to have the book in front of me and just type it out because I can, you can copy and paste. It's easier to, mm-hmm. to delete whatever. And you can read your writing later. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> so, all of that, right? And it's easier to save. Mm-hmm. Who wants to scan a document that you've written on and whatever, or type it up afterwards. So, well, and there's certain things as well, like um, certain things that would come up that I knew you guys were going to ask me about, <laughs> and I'm like, I know they're going to ask me about this horse kind of situation. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I'd be yeah, like, yeah. I want to make sure 
I you know know what I'm talking about beforehand. That's the kind of thing I want to hear. So it's not just like okay, what's happening in the chapter, right? Mm -hmm. It's it's because of your knowledge of something that we don't have, and so because of that, you may have certain knowledge, but it's also you have to make sure that you yeah. have things straight. I, so I will. I exactly am like I need about. to brush up on my broodmare <laughs> class notes that I had to take oh, <laughs> and stuff like that. So, but yeah, I mean, it's not. For me, it's, you know, it's definitely some it's work, enjoyable, but it's but, fun. Yeah, it like has it, it really interesting. I mean, who would have thought after, how many years after taking that class, you would have been I know. talking to basically the world about <laughs> about mirrors and yeah and things. And things. <laughs> wink, wink. Not, not. Work, work, <laughs> oh, <more> no. <laughs> too far, too far. Really? Me? Yes. Oh. <laughs> it's been a labor of love. It's been a tremendous experience. I still by no means consider myself or us, I can't speak for you, but I would guess we don't consider ourselves Outlander experts by oh, any no. means. But I, will, but I will, but I will, huge fans still. We're ballsy enough to talk about it. And Who are, yeah. <laughs> and still get things wrong, I'm sure. But, and that's the thing about interpretation, you may not agree, but if I say that page 62 in this, in this version has the word blue, and you tell me I'm wrong because I made a mistake, then fine. But if it's an interpretation, it really is yeah, about your yeah. interpretation. But, you know, that's okay. Different strokes, and that's totally fine. This has definitely been a labor of love. I totally didn't know when 40-something weeks ago, when Summer said, let's do a read-along because we need content. And we started out, I never thought I would have to do that close of reading and take that many hours <laughs> of that many, yeah. of all these chapters. But it has gone... It did not go by that fast, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> These last 10 Well, it episodes. hasn't helped that the show hasn't started yet, oh, so no. we're all like in anticipation of the show, and so it's like yes. time is kind of, you know, yes. time drags on when you're anticipating something coming. And so. Exactly. But now that we, once we hit like 32 or 33, it's been like, psh, it's gone. I mean, yeah. it's been gone, and, you know, personal schedules, work schedules, different trips, We've had to rush some things and get them done more quickly, and then take. We've been able to take a little more time with other things, and so we're we're doing chapter forty one right now, which you know you guys wouldn't know. I think I did tweet about it, but forty one won't be published for a week. Mm -hmm. So, and that's not necessarily typical. We typically do it around the time that we're going to publish it, but that's what I mean. It's thankfully Summer gave up with this read along idea, and we hope to have the Dragonfly in Amber. Hey, I got my book ready. If we get, it's she gonna was... happen. I am firmly. She did. She got I, it out of storage. I, I did. I got it out of storage. I got my trade paperback all ready to go. And you got it signed, right? No, this one I did. Oh, you didn't get it signed. Okay. I got the first one signed, and then I got my pocket Jamie signed. I didn't uh, want to. Yeah, I got my pocket Jamie signed by her and my um my twentieth. Oh, the red one. Beautiful yeah. edition yeah. of the Outlander. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready, guys. It's going to happen. I believe so, it. But I do want to point this out. This is kind of how the read-along happens. I say, hey, let's do a read-along. <laughs> and then I send Ginger off to take notes. And then, <laughs> that is true. Because I think that we each have our role in this. And that is if we were in a classroom, Ginger would be the one who took all her studious notes and brought them to class. And I would be the one who basically did the homework but makes snarky comments on the sideline. And that's okay. We all know. We all know. <laughs> Our positions in this in this life and uh, in this classroom. Position we call may not be the right word. Our role. Our role. It's kind of the same thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're trying to make my word position into something dirty, that's all. No, nothing dirty. <laughs> but nothing dirty. But like, who's ahead of someone? Or you know, nothing oh, like that. No, no. no. That's what I'm saying. Our in, role. In that regard, then no. Our roles. We have our roles. Summer's the dominatrix. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> now I you took went it there. there. Now you no. went there. Actually, no, my names are dominatrix. Hey. 
Just because I have crops and whips at home. Oh, Lord. She oh, does. she does. She does. You are. If I ever need them, I know where to get them. And a lot of leather. Um, Lots of you're just You're digging that hole, girl. <laughs> I did not take it anywhere. <laughs> no, to be honest, I've seen her chaps, and they do not run in the dominatrix line of, no. of look at all. No. More like equestrian. Oklahoma. Yeah. No. 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 The musical. No. no Nobody still wears no. breeches in Oklahoma. Not breeches, chaps. Yeah, well, she wears breeches. I don't wear full chaps. I wear half chaps. Oh, okay. And definitely not like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to take it to a personal level. I know, I know. <laughs> take it to a personal level? Yeah, let's Okay, yeah, no. So. so, yeah, so that was how it kind of, oh, you, if you guys have been listening along for 45 weeks now, actually, this is episode well, 46 honestly, right anyone now. listening to this, I can't imagine you listening to this having not listened to the previous at least a few Four, I mean, who knows. chapters. But you know, probably by now, and even though we just said it, you probably heard by now how this thing started. And that's how it was. We needed content. Summer came up with an idea, and I was like, thank you, dear God. And we started, and um, it was just going to be us. And then Lene came over once, and Lene keeps coming over, and we hope that if we're blessed enough with now, season two, and we do book two, Lene will continue to come over. And talk about breakdown. She doesn't just show up. And that's true. I call her and I invite her over. <laughs> she's like, no, she's I'm here. <laughs> I'm doing it whether no, you want me to or not. No. She's, she's like, I can hear you recording from the street. I'm here. <laughs> no. Let me in. No, because as we said, it does take so even though she's a guest, it does take some prep. So no. She is I know ahead she's of always time. invited. She's yes. She's invited always. Well, you guys have gotten some good interviews, too. Oh. I've enjoyed all the interviews with people you guys have had. We have... Oh, it's not over. <laughs> we have some oh, fun I know, stuff it's not I think coming I up. I've been... I've some been of the best. <laughs> say no more, say no more. What's his name? David? Oh, Dave. Dave. Yeah. Dave. His, he's very interesting, intelligent, and knowledgeable about so much. I know. That's crazy. I agree. We've had some very interesting... Awesome interviews. I yeah. I think so. Dave's been very is very knowledgeable. I just think it's so funny that he's like started reading the books and then he got so involved in the and books. And he's like almost so finished them. I mean like, he's yeah, the so last, crazy. The last fast. episode that he was on, I was listening to it, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's hilarious. He's like already through all and the books. And now he's a, a huge fan, which is awesome. And he was like taking like you could tell he had taken like notes. Well, because you know you know these books are right too. up his alley with all the history. Yeah. These books are right up his alley. Because of the history, like all the historical information and like with the castles and stuff. And and he mm-hmm. chose the chapter to come oh, yeah. back on and we were tickled. I wish I could go to Scotland and see the place he works. I know. <sighs> I'm telling really you. cool. We're saving. Um, we're going we're to saving. It's going to happen. We're saving. Some point. We're saving money and we're going to Scotland and hopefully we can meet all these people we talk to. Oh my <laughs> goodness. <laughs> well, I don't know. Some of them are in the U.S. Well, in all case, we need, we need to make a trip oh. to Idaho. All right, so the, at this point, we finished Outlander. So a couple of weeks, we have some some really interesting interviews coming up. And then, of course, the show will start. And then, um, basically, we turn from our read-alongs into recaps. Yes, and discussions about not just what happened, but maybe how things were adapted, choices they made about what not to include, and or things that they added. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Should be fun. And of course, you know, we'll probably have Lene back from time to time when yeah. she has some time to pop in. Like, like a, What are you guys looking forward to the well, most, I think, about... I don't, wait, like scenes? 
Yeah, well, or chapters or or elements or the first episode in the first episode. Like oh. um, we know, we know she music. goes. We know she goes through the stones in the first. Yes, episode. of course. Thank because goodness. I mean, they had to do that to get yes. the audience hooked in that have never read the books. Yeah, they have to have her go through the stones and have the action start right away. Yeah, and have people go, "What?" Well, they have you know? to because for people who haven't read the books who read them for the first time, that almost all of them say, oh, "This is really dragging." And when, when is something going to happen? And they, they've already kind of discussed and shown. Mm. They show flashbacks of her and Frank. Right. So they'll they'll you know help people understand her connection to Frank through the flashbacks. I think. Yes. More. And I think one. Okay, that's interesting. I'll go back to what you were kind of asking. One of the things. And this is not a scene or scenes. Mm-hmm. But one of the things I'm really interested in, and I never, ever, ever thought I'd say this, but because of it's a visual medium, right? And you mm-hmm. have people who, most of the people who will be watching will not likely have read. Because you have to get people involved right away, or draw them in right away, and because you have to make her situation and her anguish, not just her being upset or being scared about being back there, but her anguish about what she has lost. Mm-hmm. You have the, the viewer has to believe that she is gutted for having lost her husband. They have to believe that relationship. In Outlander, we have all this beautiful description. You don't have that in the, in the movie. Yeah. Oh, bite my tongue. In the series. I am so looking forward to all the Frank stuff. They're not going to do, do voiceover of her. Throughout the show, are they? Well, I mean, or are they? They are going to have to do. I mean, they in the will. preview, they have her doing the voiceover, yes. and so it kind of leads me to believe that here and there they are going to have her doing some voiceover. I think so to kind of give a little ec- extra explanation as to how she's feeling, or or what's going on, or backstory, yes. or. Well, there was that little scene that kind of got around a little bit earlier before in the it was before it was taken down. Yeah. That was kind of like. The introduction of Claire, like, right out of the stones, like, right after yeah. she's gone through the stones, and she has a voiceover Yeah, throughout that little sequence. Oh, I didn't notice yeah. that. There was a scene that's not in the book, and that is Frank, and I think the Reverend, pulling up, looking for her at the stones, because oh, she really? hadn't come home or whatever. So See, that's the kind know of stuff I'm interested in seeing, is the stuff that really isn't in the book, yeah. because, they, because it's all from Claire's perspective, yeah. and I'm interested to see what kind of scenes they're going to add to show like what's going on with Frank while she's gone, yeah, or you know, all those kinds of things. I'm in, and the flashbacks of her in the war. We know that they're gonna do that, which it's discussed in the books that she was a combat nurse, mm-hmm. but they never have actual talked about it. I mean, I mean they, in the books they, they talk have about a it. few little flashbacks of her like having funny discussions with 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 soldiers soldiers but not actually like you don't get to see her in action mm-hmm. as being a nurse mm-hmm. and we already know they do at least one flashback of that yeah and, and yeah blood and, and we've seen that and i'm i'm excited to see so, that as well yeah I'm, I'm curious to see what kind of i guess they call it back painting or or filling in filler in whatever to see how they portray her background mm-hmm. and also but yeah i'm very interesting I'm that too. I'm very interested in sometimes. I'm very interested to see them, to see how they make us feel for Frank because Frank is someone that a lot of people don't necessarily care for. Yeah. So, yeah, I really look forward to how they make us feel for him but also believe her more. Well, and then just the fleshing well, out. Her, her I, I fleshing out of the characters yeah. and I, making them jump from that two-dimensional world of the book to see. And I'd like to, to I'd like to get to know Frank a little more, to be yeah. honest. No, because okay. the only part in the book that we get to know of him is that first couple of chapters, and then he's gone. 
I know. But we almost always only see him through Claire's eyes. Yeah. Which is which is a little bit skewed and a little bit yeah. colored by by her opinions of things. So we don't, I don't think that even because in the beginning it's colored by her love for him, and then when you know when she comes back in progressive books, it's colored by her love for love Jamie. for Jamie, mm-hmm. and you know her dealing accepted, with it, accepting accepted, it. So it's yeah. not it's not what she wants, but it's it's what she has and what she needs because in that before you know she, while she was in school and everything, she needed him. Yeah. Um. For many many reasons. Um. But so it would be interesting to to get to see him from a, some from his own point of view or yeah. from someone other than her who's not got a vested cuz you do i i found myself through reading outlander i found myself not really caring about frank and i'm sure it's because i've read it so many times and of course you love jamie so much and he's such a vivid character mm-hmm. the whole picture that is painted of him it's it's such a shallow picture it's mm-hmm. not very deep and so we don't really get to know him. And I'm, well, I'd like to. And all we see is Jack Randall. And because they look so similar, you can't help seeing him through Claire's eyes. Like towards the end of Outlander, any association with Frank has been colored, has been by, colored by, by Jack Randall. Because now she sees, I mean, every time she sees his face, she thinks mm-hmm. of Jack Randall and the sadistic mm-hmm. freak that mm-hmm. he was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, the horrible, horrible human being. <laughs> so, I mean... I'd like to. I'd like to, if if possible, hopefully see, like the tender loving side of Frank and the the part of Frank that. Well, Claire, there's a, that there's Claire, a little bit of tender the loving. Part of, I know. In, for, in, in well, the first episode, <laughs> I, I'm sure. But I'd like to see. I'd like to see the the Frank that Claire fell in love with. I agree. You know yeah. what I mean? No, for I sure. Agree. That's that's. I, I also wonder, and this is off topic, but not really. Um, it probably definitely not going to be mentioned in this series and discussed maybe a little bit more in, in other books. I don't know. But one thing that's not a secret is that Frank worked during the war, worked for MI6. He was a mm-hmm. spy. I am curious to know, if we ever find out in a future book or whatever, I am very curious to find out if he changed because of that. They were, they were married so short. Oh, you mean from the time they got time married, the short time the they war. were married before the war, and, and then after, after the war. See how much so, like, he obviously he got more secrets, obviously, because he worked during the war and had to do all these things, mm-hmm. which we don't really know about yet. Well, we're going to find out. We're going to find out. Diana already announced that, right? What Frank yeah. knew. Uh-huh. What Frank knew. So. But what I'm curious is about their relationship. Did he change? Because he was already he was an older man to her. Mm-hmm. But did he change? Well, war changes he, as people. War does, Period. but also it does. But also being a spy, I can see would have him. He would have to hold back more. Hold, yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? So I'm yeah. wondering if his interaction with her became, even though they still knocked boots. If he became wow. more, more fatherly, it like '90s style. I haven't heard that phrase <laughs> in a while. If he was almost Throw back, almost more fatherly toward her. Not obviously, no. Mm-hmm. But like, because we don't know what they were like before, and that yeah. I'm curious about that. Yeah, me too. So yeah, I think I'm interested in seeing how Frank is portrayed. Any scenes that they have with him, either some ele- specific elements or uh, more overall overarching things. What are you ladies specifically look forward to seeing? Um, half-naked Jamie (laughs) (laughs) doing anything (coughs) anyone anything well not anyone except that there is only one the scene they showed on the Soho the Australia trailer they have they have they have of course that's gonna be in there no, but he was. That was way more of a kiss than I was expecting. They were like making in the out. book because like, he had like he was dipping her. Because the book, in the book, she's sitting on his lap. She's sitting on his lap in an alcove. Yeah, 
But he was they still were, kissing they her. They were still making out. I know, like, but... I think, I, think I, mean, I remember she specifically like when she catches him and he looks up and catches her eye he like shrugs like oh well you caught us no and he's sure. like and then she specifically he goes says, back to it he goes back to his business exactly like, I know but and I know that but what I liked the imagery they used because he had her like bent back and like was kind of looking up at her as he I don't know I up at her she was awful, awfully short compared to him no he was looking at Claire oh up at Claire yeah yeah but he was literally like dipping Lyra, I believe. He does his thing, and that's as much of getting it on as he gets before he gets married. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's a good little Catholic boy. I don't know. I'm looking forward to hating Randall. I'm looking forward. Oh, to... I'm scared about Randall, girlfriend. That I thing think that we saw this no. week that we shouldn't I have think, seen. I'm in love. I think that you're scared that you're going to be in love with that dirty VJR. Yep. I didn't know where you're going. With that yeah, I I've already told you this. That I tweeted that. I. Admit it. I like the baddie. I don't so like what he does. spot for oh. sadists? No. Apparently. It's Tobias as him. It's the character he plays. We hate the character of the book, right? We haven't seen enough of Tobias as Randall to form that hate for that thing. Mm-hmm. Although, I mean, it's fair to say you can because you don't, you did don't you see you know him, what's going to happen. Did you see him in Rome? Oh, yes, I've seen him in everything. Almost. He was really good in Rome. In Rome, he was amazing. Oh, I was, was that's one of those shows that I was so angry when it got canceled. I early. know. I was so I angry. Know. It was such a great show. Have you seen him in Forget Me Not? No, I haven't seen that. Yet. Really good at being bad. He is, but he's also good at being freaking tender-hearted and oh lord. See, I don't mercy. think I've really seen him in anything where he isn't. Kind oh, of a... we've mentioned a few things that we look forward to and. We don't want them to really cut anything, of course. Well, but is, I think on the opposite spectrum, because I know what Diana said she was looking forward to. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I yes. personally am not looking forward to the torture scenes. I'm I'm, <sighs> I'm prepared to watch it through my fingers like this. <laughs> I won't watch it through my fingers. I'll watch it full on, but I will watch it with, like... I'm going to cringe the like, whole time. What, like either one of those leather gags or something. What? what? <laughs> I'm buying, okay, it's official. I'm buying ginger ball gag. What? <laughs> So we have permission to gag you while we watch it? <laughs> then I'll watch it with you if I can gag you. <laughs> no. And then duct tape her to a chair. A lot. A lot. What is that? Um, the uh, like, uh, Clockwork Orange? No. no. That's eyeballs. No, no, no. Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Oh, God. I love Pulp Fiction. Okay, no. What I was going to say was what I was trying to say about the leather gag. And maybe it was the wrong, it was the wrong word. <laughs> Which one? Leather strap. Is that better? Leather strap? <laughs> That's not any better to do. It is from the book. When Jamie, when Claire is resetting his hand at McRannox, he gives him a leather thong or something. It's fine. It was like a piece of leather. It was leather though, yes. Strap thong. I, I don't thinking, know. I was thinking everything you've said has a sexual innuendo to it. I was thinking just like a, a, a bite. A bite down on? I was trying to say whatever they put in Jamie's mouth or whatever Jamie took while she was setting his hand so he could bite down and not scream or whatever. I could use one of those so I could not scream or react or whatever while watching Wentworth. You guys were talking about how you watch it through your fingers. I could use a leather thing. <laughs> Makes my jaw okay. hurt thinking about it. <laughs> okay. And that wraps up our Outlander read-along. I can't believe it's over. We have several things lined up to fill in the time between the end of our read-along and the premiere of the Star series. And the first of which is coming next week, where we've got a special interview to share with you. We have the lovely Miss Davina Porter joining us again. And I do want to mention that there are spoilers ahead. So if you have not finished reading Moby yet, 
you're going to not want to listen to this episode yet. But if you have, please come back and join us and enjoy the time that we got to spend with Miss Porter. We will put spoiler alerts in every place we can. So thank you so much for listening. We are a little sad to finish our read-along of the first book, but we look forward to everything else to come. And thank you again, as always, so much for listening. We look forward to our next episode. Visit our website at www.outlanderpod.com Follow us on Twitter at OutlanderPod. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash OutlanderPod or email us at OutlanderPod at gmail.com I dreamt it last night that my young